Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am the founder and host, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. And with me today is Patrick Mercami and Scott Brandt. And here is a bit about them. You have a story that others need to hear, but how deep does your story run and what impact will that create? They're all planting seeds in a garden that we will never see, but how are you viewing the seeds you're planting? The power of legacy and the depth of the impact is something many don't consider or focus upon. We all know that to be true. Life isn't about us, but the lives we impact. And on this note, we're going to do something different. So Scott and Patrick, I want you to share a fun and interesting fact about yourself, because this was definitely a non-traditional bio since I have a duo today. (laughs) Uh, So for me, um, you know, I think that when people meet me initially now, they would never know that I had a really complete 180. Um, I actually went from um, major depression and suicide um, multiple attempts and to now serial entrepreneur. And so I uh, kind of use this tagline that says uh, from self-slaughter to million dollar. <laughs> That's amazing, Patrick. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, for myself, I actually, uh, my junior year of high school, I broke my lower left leg playing football, and I've actually got a titanium rod that runs from my knee to my ankle, and uh, I actually spent seven days in the hospital. They actually cut me open and had my calf fall out uh, because of the, how bad the swelling was, so I almost had lost my whole lower left leg. I uh, would have had a prosthetic, but it's it's good now, So, but it's one of those things that you see the scar, and you're like, what happened there? <laughs> broke my leg. <laughs> Oh, wow, Scott, that is an interesting fact. And um, do you forget sometimes when you're going through TSA, just out of curiosity, because sometimes it, people. <laughs> yeah, no, it actually doesn't set any thought, anything off. So I always had oh. that thought that I'd have to have like something with me to say why it was going off. But um, through the studies and the scientific research that they found, titanium actually grows stronger with uh, bone. The only issue is if you break it, it's going to be a pain trying to extract the rod that's in there. So. Hmm. I I like both of the interesting um, facts, Patrick and Scott. And so today we're going to talk about authenticity and the importance of that. I know that on Patrick's side, him and his wife do a lot in the social media space, building businesses, and then together you both have a podcast. So let's start a little bit with how you came to doing the podcast together and then we'll weave in the authenticity because obviously you have to be authentic whenever you're putting out content i like your version if you want to tell this so it's very unique because i tell people you just never know the relationship that will develop with somebody else you uh, cross paths with so patrick and i knew each other slightly uh met each other a couple times and then he posted something on Facebook. So we were friends on Facebook and I just reached out to him. So it's very interesting. You'll see a lot of people will put something out on Facebook and you'll get a lot of the comments. But for myself, when I see something of that nature, I actually reach out to the person just to see if they're okay. Just to have that personalized piece directly to them. So Patrick's like, yeah, 
um, decided to meet up at a park here in Colorado Springs and uh, we're just talking and whatnot. And Patrick, he's like, hey, have you ever thought about writing a book? Um, I was like, you're like the fifth or fourth person this week that has brought that up. I was like, and then two hours before that, I was doing an exercise. And one of the things that I wanted to have was an experience as being a writer. And so it's just very interesting how things lined up. So for the generation of the business and the idea for the content creation, the podcast came out of that. But initially we started with having an idea of writing a book, which we're still working on that. But ultimately where we're at now started from the question of, have you thought about writing a book? Oh, wow. So Patrick, you asked Scott that question. Did you send something in Scott that he needed to write a book or was it mainly an icebreaker to kind of just feel him out? What was your thought behind that question? No, you know, I think um, if you spend five, 10 minutes with Scott, you quickly realize how much value he brings um, and the approach that he brings it to. And so uh, the conversation that started everything was I basically had like the worst day that I've ever had as an entrepreneur. And rather than him just saying, hey, hope everything's okay. He took the time to actually give me a call and was like, hey, if you ever want to talk about it. And I was like, you know what? We haven't really connected. So this is a great opportunity. And again, I think that speaks volume of who Scott is um, to be able to make that phone call instead of just, you know, sending a quick message. And so from that, and then, you know, we're talking and just realized, you know what, there's so much value that you're already giving and why don't we put that idea into a book? And, you know, so the question was, have you ever thought about writing a book? And then the follow-up question was, well, what are your thoughts on maybe co-writing a book together? <laughs> cool. Thank you for sharing that. And so y'all are in Colorado Springs right now. And what is the name of your podcast? So it's called Legacy Digging with Two Native Sons. Uh, the two native sons comes from us both being native to Colorado, and unlike anywhere else in the world, Colorado Springs is between 85 to 90 percent small and local, and so it does a really good mixture of integrating both um, the entrepreneurial world, the small and local business, with also big corporations. We're also a huge military town, so we've got the Air Force Academy, Fort Carson, um, Peterson Air Force Base. I think they're they're called Space Force now. Yeah, Space Force. Um, Space. NORAD, right? I mean, so we've got all kinds of different things here, and so it is truly a huge melting pot. But it continues to grow and it continues to thrive in that small and local business. I know, you know, places like uh, Orlando and Seattle, you know, really get a chance to kind of boast about that, but. I've, you know, I've visited those places. And then when you come to Colorado Springs, it's very different because every single corner is like, hey, there's a Target, but then there's like, oh, there's a mom and pop shop right next to it. You know, so it's really unlike anything else uh, that we've ever experienced in, in any other part of the country. Okay. I definitely need to go back and visit Colorado Springs because that was <laughs> not my impression. We went there just ma- mainly for a white Christmas um, two years ago and we went to Echo Mountain and we did some other stuff there. And I was like, one and done skier, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I kept asking people about the snowboarding and they kept saying, no, no, it's just so much easier on the skis. And I was like, this does not look easier. I was like, if you could longboard, I think that you could snowboard. And so I was like, it's kind of like a skateboard right you just balance your body but no they convinced me my knee popped and it was just mm. awful and then oh. my my husband was like going down the slopes and he's like oh I'm getting my Lindsey Vaughn on and he's older <laughs> he's older than me and I'm like who the heck is Lindsey Vaughn and then 
midway down like the freaking um what do you call it i guess the slope or whatever i just took my my skis off me and me and his little brother and we just started walking down and then people are like move out the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah a whole different animal uh on the ski slopes for for sure um but yeah i mean that's kind of what makes colorado unique is that like in any sort of direction right you're usually only like 20 to 45 minutes away from being able to get into the metro into the city areas or going the complete opposite and getting into uh kind of the rural areas where you can go and have good nature time or hiking and fishing and camping and all that stuff so it, it truly is really nice to have all four seasons and have a little bit of everything for everyone yeah, thank you for sharing that. And when you are doing your podcast, what are some of the things that you guys focus on to just really bring the authenticity of both of you to your audience, but also to allow your um, the people that you're interviewing to be very authentic and just kind of break the ice? Because sometimes people get so nervous when they're doing a podcast. And I'm like, you're a person, I'm a person, we're just having a conversation. Yes. Yeah, so much like you, we do a very unscripted format. Um, a lot of times, kind of like today, I'm meeting somebody 30 seconds before we hit the, the record button. Um, you know, so sometimes we do a discovery call just to see if we feel like that they may be a great fit. A lot of times, uh, because I'm running the other uh, entities, I may not have the ability to jump on that discovery call, or if I can, maybe I'm limited. So a lot of times, the first time that they see me is literally right before we hit that record button. But what's up? I think the best part about that is that you get that true, genuine conversation because they haven't had time to maybe script anything out. You know, if there's anything that they want to highlight, we definitely give them the opportunity. So we just say, look, you don't feel like you have to pitch anything. We will make sure that we give you that opportunity at the end to make sure that you discuss it. And then we'll also make sure we get it in the show notes to make sure you have everything listed. But I think because of that, we pull out a lot of the authentic on the fly uh, type <laughs> things, but it also allows them to be their true authentic selves. Yeah. Now, I think uh, ultimately, like you listen to a lot of the podcasts, it's a lot of scripted questions. Like you go through Podmatch or one of the servicing agencies that allows you to match. And then you go look at the profiles and they're like, these are the questions that you can ask me. <laughs> and I was like, no, this is not what we want to do because that limits the flow of the conversation. Uh, because the thing is, a lot of times we get so robotic because we have these questions that we know how to answer them that we want to get out of that stage and really have you show up and be your true self. And I think also the other fact too is a lot of times having that authenticity uh, piece show up, a lot of people aren't used to that because they're so used to the scripted part that having that authentic piece really opens up and allows a person to say, okay, cool. Um, I can be myself. I don't have to worry about anything. So it's just a very unique approach with just having that easy, smooth flowing conversation where we don't limit anything that takes place on the show. Absolutely. And one thing that I've uh, learned from this podcasting space is sometimes um, you're not just pitching to people, but they pitch to you to come on your platform. And I think it's so disrespectful when someone pitches to you and they tell you, okay, I want to be on your platform, but these are the questions I want you to ask. Well, first (laughs) of all, you're coming into my ecosystem. I am running my podcast and it would be an honor for us to collaborate, but you're not going to tell me how to run my show. So have you both experienced that since you've been podcasting? You know, luckily we haven't. A lot of our guests have just basically said, you know what? I'm good with anything. I think that we had maybe one person who was like, are you going to give me a list of the questions ahead of time? Mm. 
and they were just really <laughs> nervous. But when we basically said, you know what, it's just a conversation. I think once she once we hit the record and she started to, to talk, it kind of went away. Um, but, you know, I think that a lot of times on the pod match, you may see some more of that, you know, some people who want to basically just share certain pieces and whatnot. Um, but again, it's nice to have that service because then we can weed that out from the very beginning. Um, one of the reasons why we were so thankful for your request was because one, you had listened to an episode and you saw the value, but kind of like what we talked about, you know, everybody's story is important. Everybody um, is either a, kind of stuck in this self-judgment where we're comparing our insides to other people's outsides, right? Social media has did a really good job of teaching us how to do that. But at the end of the day, your story truly matters. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a story that's worth telling, but you just don't know who's going to resonate with that until you put that out there. And so that's kind of our approach. And that's kind of how we pitch our podcast to others as well. And, and also our coaching. Absolutely. And I think about it, it's like an onion. You have to peel the layers back of the onion to really get in the core. And I feel like in the society that we live in, I like to call it the microwave society. Everyone wants something 30 seconds and done or 30 minute meals or less, kind of like Rachel. Hey, okay. but I don't knock the 30 minute meals because I could cook a meal in 30 minutes and listen to one of my podcast segments in 30 minutes. So it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I really liked was your name stood out to me of your podcast. It's like legacy digging. And I'm like, there has to be a meaning why they named their show the way they did. Because when I think about legacy, it's like, what are you putting out in the world? And how is it going to resonate for future generations to come? Because it's not just about the present, but it's about the imprint that you're leaving. And that imprint is driving an impact. And then digging in order to like, get to all the precious um gems and stuff you have to like dig really deep beyond the surface level so in your words what was the reasoning behind a legacy digging and i got the native sense because y'all are both from colorado's and your <laughs> natives there but the legacy digging is like the piece that just really jumped out and i think that's also going to show your authenticity well i, I, I for myself i think it's really the fact that we get so caught up in the day-to-day action and we fail to realize the impact and the importance of relationships because ultimately life is a team sport, building a legacy is a team sport. And so by being able to share your story, to share that idea of what you're trying to create with a legacy, you can connect with somebody else. And that opens up the door for potentially having somebody that sees the vision that you're trying to put out there and they want to jump on to your bus. And I bring up the fact that when you're doing this, you're creating a bus large enough, a vehicle large enough that people can jump on with you so they can go after the dreams that you have. But then you can turn around as the bus driver and help the passengers on your bus to go after their dreams. But it's the fact that we've gotten to this point of, let me try to do everything on my own. And I'm like, that's hard because you're limited by your experiences. You're limited by your perspective and you're only going to go so far. And so you've got to open up and understand that really to create that long lasting legacy, you've either got to leverage other people's networks or other people's resources, resources, which the idea of a uh, leverage piece can freak people out. They're like, why am I going to go leverage somebody else? I'm like, Why not? Because you're limited by your strengths and weaknesses. And if you're trying to focus on your weaknesses, like we're all told, build your weaknesses, that doesn't work out. 
focus on your strengths, find people that can complement your weaknesses by their strengths and build that way. And so it's just really understanding that each of us has that legacy in us. It's a matter of finding somebody that's going to help extract it and help you go chase after it. But ultimately, you've got to make that decision. We can only take you to that location and then you've got to make that decision if you're going to go down that journey. Yeah. And I think uh, for me, it's more of just the illustration, right? Um, as a business owner, as, you know, anybody, a family, relationships, it is hard work, right, to maintain those. And so um, the thought process of, man, uncovering the legacy that you want to leave behind, that is hard work in itself to figure that out, but also now, how do you go about that? And so the illustration on our minds of basically digging and shoveling to figure out what that legacy is and, you know, how far do you have to plant that seed in order for that tree to root up later, you know, years down the road to, to be standing, you know, and I think that's kind of where it came from is just, you know, these are the root planting things. And how do we share those stories of people who, not only have gone through to do a lot of great things, but how are they also living that legacy day to day? What are the steps that they're taking today to be able to have that lasting memory for tomorrow? Absolutely. And when you think about the legacy and you talked about the roots, it's also laying that foundation, but in laying that foundation, sometimes you have to tap into vulnerability. And if we aren't willing to be vulnerable with ourselves, then how can we expect other people to be vulnerable with us and open up? And I know that's one of the pieces that you guys talk about is becoming vulnerable and authentic because they go hand in hand and they do coincide. But um, do you want to elaborate there or do you, um, because if not, I'm just going to switch gears a little bit. Oh, I would love to. I mean, this is kind of one of our favorite topics, to be honest. Um, So one of the things that we talk about all the time is how we feel about ourselves, right? And a lot of times we talk about, oh, man, we had this trauma, we had this ex, we had our parents, right? We went through this abuse or the environment that we had, et cetera, et cetera. So everybody has a bad story, right? However, how you react to that is something that you are 100% able to control today. You may not have been able to take control or take um, responsibility for something that happened maybe when you were a child because you were a child, because you didn't know, you didn't know how to control your emotions or or things like that. But how you react to it in today's world is 100% on you. So everybody has that. Everybody has that factor that they've gone through something, that they've experienced something. Now to go with that, what do you want to do about it, Mm. right? And do you want to sit there and continue to play the victim and play and say, what was me? And, you know, yeah. Or do you want to do something with it, right? And so what we talk about all the time is giving yourself grace and greatness because those are two things that we're not taught as children. We're not taught, hey, take that pressure off yourself. It's okay you know, or we might get some of that, or, hey, you're going to go to do really great things. This is how you handle that pressure. Nobody teaches you any of that stuff. You either experience some of it and know how to do something with it, or you don't. And, you know, I think kids with sports oftentimes maybe deal with that a little bit more, 
But if you're not in sports or if you're not in sort of a team environment, right? And that's what we talked about again, you know, life is a journey with others. You know, you can't go through it solo. So if you want to add on to some of that too, I know you've got- Yeah, no, <laughs> I, it's, it's funny because Patrick- had the trouble really tapping into the story like we actually had a local event here he was a local speaker and he was writing it out and he's like I've been writing this out. I was like dude this is your story just go share it but I think for me really what tapped into being that authentic and vulnerable person is as a male the sad stat is a guy that's gone through an expired relationship a divorce a loss of relationship 39 men a day will kill themselves And so I went through a divorce and I could have been one of those statistics, but being able to step into that and give a space to other men that have gone through that situation and give them a space where they can show up and be their true self and their authentic self really opened up the door to really tap into that authentic piece, the vulnerability piece, and then really looking at the person in the mirror and loving that person that's looking back at you in that mirror and accepting everything about that person before you can go do it for anybody else. I like that. So it's just reflection, grace, greatness. So we have G and G plus reflection equals (laughs) equals vulnerability. And, you know, sometimes in life, everyone is trying to look at what the next person is doing, because it's the society that we live in. But what about if you take your eyes off of the next person and focus on you? And it's just like those um, track stars, whenever they're running the race, they're not busy looking to the left or the right because they're going to get distracted. They're looking out ahead because the finish line is up. So if we say focus and just look out ahead and just really be secure in who we are and remain steadfast, that is also going to help us with the vulnerability factor. And then of course in life, you know, we're going to hit those bumps, those potholes. We're going to go on the roller coaster ride of the highs and the lows, the roundabouts and all of that. But whenever you are going through those points, just remember that Um, every stop is a lesson that you're going to learn and what are you going to do to build upon it and I like what Patrick said earlier is like reactions so it's like life is um, what is it 90 um, 90 uh, no 10% what happens 90% how you react and that's what's going to set you up for success But if we never have these courageous conversations and give someone a different viewpoint of looking at things, they're always going to, you know, think about what was instilled in them at such a young age. And we have to be able to break down those barriers, cancel those limiting beliefs, and really do the hard work and look in the mirror. And sometimes when I'm coaching my clients, I tell them, when was the last time you got in the mirror and spoke to yourself in a positive manner, have Mm. that positive self-talk? When, when did you do that power pose and stuff like that? Because I was like, we have enough, enough external factors and voices that are already trying to beat us down individually. But if you're not doing anything to counteract that and build yourself up, then can you really say that you're living life or are you just existing? Yeah. You know, one of the exercises that uh, we often do is we just tell people, just take your phone, take a selfie out, no matter how you feel about it, right? It could be the, the goofiest looking picture to you. You'd be like, oh man, I would never post this because this is not how I pose or it doesn't look good. My eyebrows, whatever that, you know, I got the red eyes. But here's the thing, right? Nobody's going to say the worst things what you already just told yourself when judging that photo. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage people, take the photo, 
right? It may not be your best version of yourself, but it is the real version of your. If you caught yourself laughing, right? And maybe you didn't like the way that it looked, but you people will remember that you had a good time in that moment. They're not going to care how you looked for the one second in that one picture, the one take. They're going to remember that memory as the, when they were there in that moment with you. And so I think if we take those blinders off that social media has put on there, that uh, society has put on there, and realize that like if we're more focused on what's around us in that moment, in the memory, in creating that uh, lasting peace, it takes away all of that filter of, oh man, maybe I don't look so great in this picture. Maybe I look horrible. Maybe I look fat. My chin, my double chin is showing, whatever it is, right? We all have gone there. We all got to take all these selfies, uh, like 10 of them to make sure we get the right one. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but just post them all. I mean, it doesn't matter because nobody's judging you more than what you are. And once you realize that, it makes life so much easier. Yep. It's just like the movie I watched, Stick It. It's a gymnastics uh, movie. And mm-hmm. there were so many rules and regulations. And it's like, oh, your bra strap is showing. That's like minus five points or whatnot. <laughs> and then like purposely, like she's like, you know what? She just got tired of the rules. So like she purposely like showed her bra strap and she's like, you know what? Stick it. And I was like, yes, I think everyone should tell somebody at least a few times a day, just stick it. If you don't like it, you don't need to surround yourself with me. You don't need to be in my competition because all you're doing is bringing down my vibes and energy. Yes. And I think we need to be so secure in ourselves that we're not allowing other people to dictate how we feel. We need to start taking the power back and start like really looking in the mirror. And MJ said it best, best like I'm looking at the man in the mirror and I'm definitely not going to sing it because I'm not a singer y'all but (laughs) if you are feel free to drop some bars (laughs) yes yes Uh, that's funny that song's come up twice in two days um (laughs) uh, for me so a reason for it yeah you know I think that we're all on even playing ground right no matter where you started it's not about where you came from is but it is about how you finish and I think that when you realize you know two and a half years ago I was literally working a nine to five hating you know going paycheck to paycheck like hated being an employee I was a bad employee because I I didn't listen I was telling my boss to stick it right (laughs) but ultimately at the end of the day I wanted more and so I started with little things. I started writing out the things that I was tired of. Then I started seeking people who were doing better things. Then I started looking at other options. And now fast forward two and a half years later, and I have four businesses, you know? And so when you realize that you do have the most important thing, which is basically the ability to learn, the ability to adapt, the ability to seek out and find answers and that is something that you don't have to pay for. That's ingrained in you. There's plenty of vid- uh, videos out in this digital world, plenty of people who are putting out content for free and people would rather watch TV. People would rather uh, sit there and be in the day-to-day because it's safe in their minds because they're used to it. But man, what happens if you pick up a life-changing book? What happens if you listen to that podcast that gives you different insight? What happens if you actually feed your sub, uh, subconscious and now you're waking up with different thoughts and ideas it's not enough to just think about those things now you have to execute and again to see to be authentic to f- face yourself you know we talk about those things like oh yeah you just look at yourself in the mirror and say hey man you're a good looking <laughs> dude you got this today right 
that's really hard to get to that point because to face myself, to face ourselves, then maybe the hardest thing that we've ever done, but it's definitely yielded the most results. And I think you have to be in the right place in the right time to be able to want those things. But for those who are you know, listening and, and maybe you're at that point, take the leap. It is, I promise you, it's going to be so much more rewarding. Even if you fall flat on your face, you're going to learn so much more from that small leap. Well, I find it interesting because you had talked about how people like to play it safe, but ultimately playing it safe is actually a more dangerous game than actually going mm-hmm. and taking the risk because there's a chance that you become stagnant. And if you go look at a, a body of water, if it becomes stagnant, it becomes very poisonous and it becomes very dangerous. And so it's the same thing for you as a human is if you become stagnant, it's not good for you. Um, so you're either growing or you're dying. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on the people that you have in your life, your circle. And so you got to go out of your circle and find out who's lifting you up, who's helping you go to that next level. If not, you better start searching it. The beautiful thing with social media and the Web3 space and everything of that nature is the connections that you're able to make with people mm-hmm. that you normally would not have been able to make before. Yeah, thank you for adding that, um, both Patrick and Scott. And as we wind down, I want you um, both to leave us with your call to action for this segment. What do you want the listeners and viewers to do once they hear this? If you're interested and you just want to go deeper with us, uh, just send us a direct message on IG. The IG is two native sons. We've changed it. Two and S coaching, I believe. Um, so if that doesn't work, then because we just changed it, I do apologize. We also have our email address, which is the number two native sons at gmail.com. Uh, we can be uh, directed and communicated that way too. So, yeah. And I, uh, I would basically, uh, I would set a challenge out there that basically says, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, am I capable of going next level? Um, I would Google what a mind map is and I would take, sit down and really circle down one central idea as to what you want to do, right? What is your purpose? Maybe uh, whatever, what is a goal and figure out what are the steps that you need to take to be able to take plans of action. And then realize when you look at those steps, what are you capable of actually doing? And I think that you'll surprise yourself realizing that a lot of it is right there if you were to just take the action steps. And so even if you're not reaching out to us, that is a a tool that I think is super important that you can utilize and leverage on your own. And if that makes sense and you want to make sense of it, feel free to reach out. Um, And, but again, you know, I think like Scott said, if you're not trying to better yourself, uh, then you're almost killing a part of yourself every single day. So beautiful. Thank you, um, Scott, for plugging the web the email and the social media and then Patrick for talking about mind mapping. Mind mapping is like amazing. And sometimes I even call it word vomit. So just yes. get a blank piece of paper and start writing down words and thoughts that, that pop up in your head. And then once you actually see it on the paper, you could ask yourself, why did I write it down? What does this represent? How do I feel about it? And et cetera. And then you go on that journey. So as, as we, um, segue out of this segment. Um, I really want to thank you, Patrick, as well as Scott, for just coming on here and talking about um, your podcast, talking about vulnerability and authenticity, and then just also giving some practical tips and tools to the listeners and viewers, because we're all in a place where we can learn and grow. And I like to say, if you're not learning, then you're not growing. You're just, you know, wasting time. 
And don't complain about it whenever you're not seeing the fruits of your labor. It's because you didn't go out there and plant any seeds. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe and share this segment. We are on 40 plus platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. We're also looking for brand sponsors and brand ambassadors. So you can find out more information by going to genesisamariskemp.net. And you'll also realize that we are ranked in the top 3% globally per www.listennotes.com. Remember, you can't reap an abundant harvest if you never go out there and plant those seeds. So ask yourself, am I taking the right actions to secure a better future? And if not, do the internal work so you can materialize what you want to see externally. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor So please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.